Did you know that studies have shown affirmations can profoundly influence your psychological well-being, enhancing self-confidence and reducing anxiety? Here at Positive Birth Australia, we have crafted a 20-minute birth affirmations track filled with soulful, carefully curated affirmations to empower, inspire, and guide you to deeply remember the power you hold within. And to my fellow belly birth mothers, we have created a track specifically for you to honor that all birth is a sacred moment of profound significance. For only $5, you can download and immerse yourself in our affirmations track to transform your mindset in the lead up to birth and during labor, serving as a potent reminder of the inherent power and love you possess. Visit us at www.positivebirthaustralia.com or head to the show notes and follow the link provided to start your journey toward a more empowered birth experience. Welcome to Positive Birth Australia, a podcast created to empower and educate mothers along their own pregnancy journey. Each week, I'll be sharing insightful and inspiring birth stories and advice in the hopes to help you create your own positive birth experience. I'm your host, Sky Marie. Let's get into today's show. Welcome back, guys. Today's episode features an inspiring mother named Brooke sharing her beautiful journey to motherhood. She had her first birth within a hospital setting and her second in the bathtub of their traveling home. Brooke did a lot of internal work during her pregnancy and really harnessed her inner power during the birth of her son, using the knowledge she learned from hypnobirthing to help guide her to deliver her big, beautiful boy, Earthside. I know you guys will feel inspired by her journey, so enjoy. Hi, Brooke. Thank you so much for coming on today's show. Um, My pleasure to be here. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you live and who's in your family? Yeah. So um, in my family, myself and my husband, Takish, and we have two little ones. Uh, My eldest is Maloha. She's nearly four. And my son, Nalu, who is six months. Oh, beautiful names. Thank you. What was the inspiration for those? Well, Maloha actually just came to Takish. Um, they sort of sound Hawaiian-inspired. Yes. Yeah, Nalu definitely is. So mm. Nalu means surf in um, Hawaiian and my husband is a passionate surfer, so that's how that name Yeah, came. nice. Is he Hawaiian? Where does his name come from? No, so his um, father's Japanese and his mum's English, mm-hmm. so he's half Japanese. Cool. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Such interesting, cool names. I love it. Yeah, thank you. So did you guys plan both of your pregnancies? Yes, they both were um, consciously conceived. Oh, amazing. Um, with Nalu, um, we really tried to um, be in that present moment and intentionally mm-hmm. like, call him in awesome. when he was I say he because I knew at the time it would be a boy. I love it. And did you have any issues with that pregnancy? No. Um, with I didn't really with either. Um, I was quite healthy at the time, mm-hmm. um, still did a lot of yoga and just sort of outdoors a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was just 
um, pretty cruisy. Obviously, just within that first trimester, just quite tired, especially having mm-hmm. another one. Yeah. After, but, yeah. How was that birth? Because I don't think I know anything about your first birth. No. So um, my first birth, I didn't know really anything too much about birth. Mm. All I was. How old were you? Sorry. Um, when Maloha was born, I was thirty-one. Oh, so yeah. I would have been thirty when I got pregnant. Yeah, right. Yeah. And did you have any friends around you that had babies? Um, not close friends. No. Yeah. Okay. I just started to. Um, Oh, I was actually, at that time, I was a swim teacher and I used to teach <laughs> babies and kids to swim. So oh, cool. a lot of the mums would sort of tell me their birth stories. So oh, yeah. were maybe not that positive. Um, right. Yeah, so it was sort of a mixed yeah. thing happening there. Did you do any prep yeah. work during that pregnancy for your birth? Yeah, I was really cruisy about the whole thing, mm-hmm. um, which is not always the best way to be, but... Mm-hmm. I just sort of thought, oh, I've got my yoga. I do that like multiple times a week and, and that definitely helped me. Um, yeah. And I was just using breathing techniques that I had learnt through there and I just remained sort of quite fit and healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but my husband had said, oh, you know, let's have a home birth. And that at that time with Maloha, that freaked me out. And I was like, no, I, I don't really feel comfortable. Yeah, right. Um, so we didn't, didn't have a home birth with our first I think because I wasn't that comfortable where we were living to sort of yeah yeah but I guess also not really knowing too much and not doing too much research about birth and positive birth yeah right Mm. and how was that experience for you so with Maloha um we had chosen um so we just did scans as normal which I didn't do with Nalu um and we had chosen to birth in the hospital. We couldn't get into the birth centre because it was so late for me even to see a midwife. I think I was about 18 or 19 weeks and I was like, oh, maybe I should, you know, go and <laughs> be a midwife. Um, so, but we just had the midwives there at the hospital. Um, my water had broken at home on her due date, which was also Christmas Eve. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I just called my husband up. And we made our way to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a really, I had a really short labour. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they were going to just send me home and um, my um, surges got closer together and um, my partner Takish was like, no, no, maybe um, see if she can stay. And, of course, I allowed them to check me mm-hmm. um, and then they had seen that I had progressed and they took me up to the um, birthing suite and then she I think my entire labor was about six hours oh, wow. um, it was pretty uncomplicated but I had wanted a water birth mm-hmm. um, I had had some bleeding which may have just been like micro tears because it was all happening so fast yeah. um, within the uterus um, I had found out yeah um, so I just used the shower to help with um, the pain. But I like I was doing some breathing techniques, um, but I was so up in my head mm. and I had decided to use some gas Okay, yeah. just to help because I was like starting to get – it was a bit overwhelming. Mm-hmm. 
And how did you feel yeah. about the gas? Because I definitely didn't like it when I had it. No, and I think it was that real, like, I know when your natural hormones come in and they're all functioning, like, mm-hmm. you can go into the trance, but you're still really aware of everything. Yeah, so I true. I felt the gas, it was a bit like... You're out of control. Um, yeah, yes, definitely. So, um, yeah, that was that. And um, she, and then I... Also, another thing which I didn't do with Nalu was push, <laughs> and oh, I pushed yeah. um, Maloha out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just standing in a squat position. I was really – one thing I was aware of because I'd done some um, pregnancy yoga was just to keep moving. Mm-hmm. Um, knew I didn't want to be on my back. So um, one of the midwives kept telling me, oh, lie down, we've got to monitor the baby, and I just kept wanting to get up. It was the most uncomfortable position. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, so I um, had sort of started to labour on the toilet a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought at that time that you were meant to push. Like I hadn't um, researched anything about breathing baby out. and how. Did you have any urge to push at that stage or were you kind of just guessing? Oh, no, I had the urge and I went Oh, yeah, cool. That. Yeah, so, which I'm sure is the case for a lot of women. Yeah. Because um, we're so conditioned to what we've seen, um, yes. you know, in movies or. So true. But I had had her in a sort of semi-squat position and then my partner had um, helped to bring her out. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, she was um, fine, yet no, no complications. Um, and I just had like a, just a minor labia tear. Yeah. Looking back now, how did you feel after that birth? Oh, comparing the two, then the first was confusing. Mm. And I was sort of afterwards, because it's, because it's intense and not having done all the preparation beforehand and it was sort of replaying in my mind. Yeah, right. Um, because, I mean, it wasn't a bad birth in any sense, but, I mean, you obviously can look back now and see the difference between the two. Yeah. No, it definitely wasn't a bad birth. But just um, being that some things I felt were not sort of in my control or yeah, um, maybe looking back like, oh, I could have, I would have liked to have done it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, just know that you have more sort of choices and things like that. Yeah, exactly. And how long did you wait before you guys decided to go back for round two? Um, yeah, we had sort of thought, oh, we'll just have one. That's <laughs> fine, you know. Um, so Maloha, would it, so she's nearly four now. Um, mm. So she must have been around two, yeah, about the two-year mark or maybe a bit older and mm. I sort of felt like I was ready again. Yeah. Okay. And then we just, yeah, consciously conceived that first time. And um, the whole, even the pregnancy was just different. Mm -hmm. And do you feel like that's because you knew more second time around? I definitely knew more. So I had started to watch a few people on Instagram and um, positive and just following like um, birth um, Mm -hmm. feeds and things like that. Um, And I just beforehand, I was really excited to get pregnant and to have another baby and just to do things differently. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, definitely I knew more. Yeah. So was seeing those videos what pushed you to have a home birth? 
I just felt a really deep calling that I didn't want to be in the the hospital system at all. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to avoid that and um, probably just because I did know more and um, I've gone a lot more down like a natural path in a lot of ways and there's other choices that we make that aren't sort of in line with, um, I guess, modern medicine and and just that uh, obviously birth is such a natural process and – um, it doesn't have to be so clinical. Yeah, definitely. And just knowing we have those choices, but mm. preparation definitely was like massive. Yeah. So, what preparation did you do this time around? Yeah. So, as I mentioned, that started um, before I got pregnant as well, and then carried on through. So, I listened to a lot of positive birth podcasts, mm-hmm. um, which were amazing, and then. Um, like even free birth podcasts and watched a lot of positive birth videos and home birth videos. Yeah. Um, I did hypnobirthing early on. I just did that online, but I practiced the techniques every single day and just had them really like ingrained in mm. being, I guess. And it was yeah. such a natural thing to do. Yeah, that's a smart way to do it. Mm. And I just practice them multiple times a day. Like when I woke up, I would practice that breathing and, yeah. And the other powerful thing, I did a lot of visualisation. Um, some of that came from what, like listening um, to positive stories and also watching like a birth story that I really resonated with, um, watching birth video and then visualising how I wanted my birth to be and I just would really go deep in that um and all the little details and, like, the feelings that were attached to that. Yeah. Awesome. That's mm. so powerful. People don't realise how powerful that is. Yeah. It's a big one. Mm. And do you feel like you were more connected during that pregnancy because you'd done all of this intense prep work? Yeah, definitely. There was a much yeah. deeper connection um, with awesome. my body and also my baby and just the confidence like yeah. just walking through any fears and just sort of by the end having that unwavering belief that mm. like it's natural and I can do it and I'm capable and mm-hmm. like using a lot of positive affirmations and I would hang them up and read them and, mm. you know. I love that. Just not letting that fear come in, which I worked through that whole nine months because it's natural that you're going to feel something. Fear. Yeah, yeah. come in and then just working through that whenever it comes, yeah. up, sort of pushing it to the side. And then I continued on with just doing like um, yoga at home and um, meditation as well, but, yeah, yeah which all helped. Definitely. And, That's awesome. So how did you choose? Because do you guys live in a van? Yeah, so we are travelling Australia in a bus. Oh, um, how amazing. Yeah. Pretty awesome. How long have you been doing that for? So since Nalu was born. Oh, wow. About six months now. We were stationary for probably the first month after his birth or first month to six weeks. And then we started to make our way down the coast. Um, So where are you originally from? So I'm actually from the south coast of New South Wales, but I've been living up on the Gold Coast for 12 years. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. 
So we've just come back down to the south coast for a bit now until we can travel further. And so did you have any anxieties about birthing in the bus? Yeah, so we had um, a different bus that I birthed my son Nalu in, Mm -hmm. which was a bigger bus and it had a beautiful bath and we had renovated that one. And that was parked on a big property in the Mm. Gold Coast hinterland. Nice. So it was a really quiet and like serene space and property. Mm -hmm. Um, So I felt really comfortable. Yeah, wow. There and it was so familiar to me. Um, And I was originally going to put a birth pool in there. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, oh, how am I going to keep it warm and like these little things? And I thought, well, maybe I can just birth him in the bath. And <laughs> it, I w- it's just was whatever was sort of natural and relaxed and easy, I thought would be the best way to go. Yeah. So I just thought the bath was fine and I would just use the space to um, move around during my labor. And so I just, yeah. So I didn't have any anxieties at that time mm-hmm. about it just because I was so comfortable where I was living and knew that um, it was a safe space and I had wanted to free birth but there was just a little something niggling inside that what if. Yeah, um, right. Even though I know a lot of free births can be beautiful there was just something in me, so I had mm-hmm. decided to um, hire a private midwife. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was amazing. I had spoken to a few midwives um, within the same practice, and then I finally met our midwife. Um, so I think I went, spoke to three, and I just really wanted to choose someone who. I truly resonated with and I know that like hold that beautiful space for myself and through the birthing process. Yeah, so important. Yeah. Do you want to take us to the first sign of labour? Yeah, so um, we had been sleeping in our smaller bus and it was about 2, I think it was about 2 a.m. and I was about eight days past my um, calculated due date. Yeah. And then I just started to feel some niggles and I was really excited that it was happening. <laughs> so I just went into, it was parked up next to our other bus. So I had just gone inside to the big bus um, and left my husband and daughter sleeping. Mm-hmm. And I just ran a bath and just had a little relax and sort of, because I wasn't sure if it was um, going to progress or not. And then it, it did quite quickly. Um, so I called my mum who was coming to look after my daughter and I called um, my midwife, Talitha, mm-hmm. and um, she had just started to get ready to come out. Um, in my mind, I had thought that I would have a quicker labour. Mm-hmm. Because you did with your first? Yeah. So that's mm. one thing that was kind of playing on my mind through the thing. Um, and one reason I, I probably called early because I sort of thought oh maybe it's you know going to be a couple of hours and mm. he'll just or maybe he'll just come come out you know <laughs> without anybody there which was fine um but it progressed um so probably the first time was yeah two or three like very mild um 
and then just progressed from there. I didn't get into the bath until like the last hour. Oh, okay. Uh, my body had sort of wanted to, but I just kept wanting to like, because um, I was so like, I was just in such, I, I think I only had my eyes open like briefly for like a couple of seconds, like five times. Wow. Or so. I yeah. just really, really deep. Yeah. Uh, and just really anchored in that breathing, mm-hmm. that deep, slow, rhythmic belly breaths. And mm-hmm. that was just, um, yeah, that's all I can explain. Like all the hormones mm-hmm. flowing through me were, wow. yeah, amazing. And just that trance-like state. And I just was moving my body and my daughter was coming in and dancing and stop that's so beautiful had you explained to her what was going to happen and you obviously you guys had had a conversation yeah she was um really excited to be there and I just kept I really wanted her to be there if that's what she felt comfortable doing and she was only like three at the time three and a half so she She's amazing. She loves birth. So, oh, so cute. She wants to be a midwife. She just oh, bless her. thinks that's everything. And um, I knew that just by having mum there, and mum was actually at my first birth um, as well because she does natural therapy, so she could support me in that way too. But just oh, knowing wonderful. that she could read Maloha if she was uncomfortable and she could take yeah. her or So she popped in and out a few times, and then mm-hmm. she was there when Nalu arrived. Um, but she was quite comfortable and we, we had spoken about it a lot mm-hmm. and I could kind of gauge that she was um, happy to sort of be part of it. And Yeah, how amazing. Yeah, she gave me little massages. and Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's so sweet. That's so beautiful. And it's so precious that she'll have that memory of her little brother coming into the world. I know. And such like an empowering oh. um, experience yeah wow what a gift she decides to have a child one day Mm. it's definitely an empowering birth and Mm. you come out a different woman and what you're capable of is amazing yeah absolutely so you were just moving around getting into a rhythm yeah I moved around a lot um my partner does body work so he was just supporting me um giving me little massages and things and in combination with using essential oils to sort of help that flow of um the surges Mm. and I noticed like because I was even though I was in that trance-like state I was still aware what was happening so I could feel um the stronger surges would happen sort of more when I stood up Mm -hmm. um and then I would get in a really comfortable sort of um, squatting position and they'd kind of taper off a little bit and I just kept telling myself all right it's time to move you've got to get up my body mm. didn't want to but I was like okay let's move around and you know work bub and help bub to come out and then I would stand up and sure enough like a really strong surge would happen and I moved around like I moved I used the ball for a bit and then the floor and standing and mm-hmm. went onto the toilet as well to be in that nice position. And Yeah, wonderful. And then at what stage did you feel you were ready to get in the bath? So I thought I was ready to get in a little bit earlier and um, 
my midwife was like, let's just work a little bit more, you know, because thinking I would get so relaxed when I went into the warm water that the surges would kind of ease off. off it. Yeah. yeah. So Because you wouldn't have had any checks or anything, I'm assuming. No. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They um, didn't want to, but I also, that was one of my things that I didn't want any checks and I wanted yeah. my birth to be really um, hands-off and yeah. um, things like that because also I didn't have any scans or any tests, just blood tests, but, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and they were so supportive of that. Um, but the ability for my midwife to hold space and she could feel um, – when I was comfortable to have that touch from her and it was such a supportive thing from her and she would just gently touch me and massage and read me the affirmations Um, and it was just like that other feminine presence there was really um so yeah I think going back to the bath um I felt that change in the pressure, I guess, mm-hmm. um, that real downward pressure, and um, I just, I just knew that it was time to, that he wanted to come out. <laughs> mm. yeah. Did you know it was a boy? Were you? I didn't have anything to confirm that it was a boy. I hadn't got had you. a test. I hadn't had a scan. Um, but before I got pregnant, I had had a strong feeling that there that I would have a boy and mm-hmm. um, the only names that ever came to me were boy names and then the wow. whole pregnancy I was like I would refer to him as he and his name and I just knew in myself that it would be a boy so it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't a surprise when he was born yeah um, but there was still that like you're not 100% so it was yeah. really nice to like not know yeah 100%. yeah <laughs> That's so cool. So you felt the pressure change? Yeah, felt that um, pressure change and the surges change um, to that like bearing down type of feeling. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, oh, I'm ready to get in now. I really, I really wanted to have him in the water. Um, that was really important to me. And that was my tool for helping to ease any discomfort, um, the massage and the water. Mm-hmm. So although I didn't get into the last sort of hour, 45 minutes, but it was so beautiful when I got in there, oh, nice. so soothing and, yeah, yeah, it just really helped to calm, calm me as well. Well, I was calm, but, you know, just that soothing feeling. And yeah. I had sort of thought, would I freak out if I was transitioning, you know, because I remember doing that with Maloha, like, oh, I can't do this. and um, But I didn't get that feeling probably just because I was so deep in the breathing. Yeah. So I didn't get – I at times I had the little thoughts that popped into my head like, oh, this is going for longer or, um, oh, like it's getting a bit too much. And I would just sort of like get rid of that feeling and go back to the breath. Yeah, yeah wouldn't let that feeling take over no and that's why you know everyone says it's 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 a mental game yeah definitely you can handle it if your mind is strong you've just got to be prepared 100 percent. yeah it's Mm. massive but yeah the mind (laughs) oh absolutely so you were transitioning in the bath um i was transitioning out of the bath okay yeah i believe and then i had said like it's, he's ready to sort of 
come. So I hopped in the bath. What a cool feeling. I know. <laughs> it was so exciting. Yeah. So that must have been about, I think his, the entire labour was about eight hours. Really? Yeah. He was bigger. <laughs> was he? That's yeah. why then. <laughs> yeah. So I, my midwife had thought he might have been and she didn't mention anything to me because I'm only tiny as well. Yeah. So I was like, oh, he'll just be tiny, you know. Um, but he's yeah. a big boy. Beautiful. How amazing. So I think that's why it just took that bit longer as well. Did at any stage you realise that it had gone longer than your previous labour or were you just too within to even? I was. I didn't realise. I just, yeah. in my mind, the only thing that was happening was I just thought, and I shouldn't have just assumed, but I thought I would have a, a much quicker labour than Maloha. So that yeah. kind of caught me up. I was like, why is this going so long, you know? Yeah. When, when in fact it was like short compared to oh absolutely but still it's it's fair to believe that Mm, yeah and I had been um told by a few people that second shorter yeah and I thought I might just have him before anybody was there yeah wow isn't that funny (laughs) which I was kind of like oh this would be cool you know Um, yeah so cool but yeah it just reaffirms that Every single birth is different. Yeah. And he had been actually coming out with his, he like sucks his hand. So he had been coming out with his hand there, which might have been another reason why like my body had to just open that bit more. Yeah, of course. Do you feel like it was more intense this time around because of that? It's really interesting because I was so prepared and I was so with the breath that I could handle it definitely Mm. but it's like compared to having the gas and not being like and just being a bit like scattered Mm -hmm. like the I guess the gas helps a little bit with the intensity but um you've got like the breath for the intensity but Mm. how do I explain it um I was so like aware of everything that was happening Mm -hmm. in my body yeah which was like intense but amazing at the same time. Yeah, so you could appreciate it. Yeah. It is incredible what we can it's do. Amazing. Yeah. Very incredible. And I think when you understand what is happening within your body, because I know when I, with the twins, I went into labor and I got to feel all these hormones that I'd learned about and I could actually yeah. feel my body releasing endorphins to help you know ease the pain and I was just like wow this is so cool even though it was like super intense like you just have that different level of appreciation that's such a valuable thing you said about the awareness of like what's happening in the body yeah Yeah. and that was really big for me too to like was it know like what your muscles have to do and that's Mm -hmm. why you're feeling these things and how so can you know if you're staying in that state your hormones can um take over and you know all the endorphins um yeah so that you're not getting that adrenaline and knowing so true sort of works Mm. if you want it to work with you yeah (laughs) exactly so do you want to take us to the moment before he was born like while you were in the bath that last hour yeah so I had I think 
for memory, my daughter had come in and everyone was ready for him to arrive. Oh, wow. And I had just been going through the motions. And my surges had been like a li- quite far apart. Mm-hmm. So, and I could feel that. But I was just staying in the bath and going with that. Mm-hmm. But I still felt like every surge was bringing him closer and I could feel that change in my body mm-hmm. um, and then feel things sort of stretching. And mm-hmm. and then I felt him crown. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, he's, like, he's coming. Mm-hmm. And um, the um, midwife had the mirror so that Maloha could see because I was in like a um, – I was sort of in like a low kneeling position. Yeah. Um, like, and so Maloha could see Nalu's head in the mirror. So she was really oh, wow. excited about that. Um, yeah, so the it was really important for me to not um, push Nalu out. Yeah. And I really wanted to use my breath to guide him out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had learned about the... Um, fetal ejection reflex, yeah, natural um, reflex of them. So when he had crowned, and I think that's the moment that the urge is so strong to push. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kept that breath and that was when um, my midwife, Talitha, had just reminded me of the breath so that he could just, it could just stretch Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah, okay. forcing him out. So that was a really powerful moment. And like as, as as intense as it was, he just like all those hormones are there and everyone yeah. you and just staying anchored in that breath. So then must have been um, next surge, I bring his head out. Wow. So I think his hand came out at the same time. Or oh, okay. Yeah. After, so that's probably why it just took that little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was actually so he was out, his head was out. Then it was another because um, we we filmed the actual birth of mm-hmm. that that bit. So it was like four and a half minutes before I had another surge. Oh, right. Okay. Mm, so he was um, his head was out there, which is all within normal (laughs) so he was sitting there with his head out um that long and I had just decided to move a little bit um Mm -hmm. and encourage that next surge and then I was able to deliver his body the next surge and then just brought him up to me yeah (laughs) it's sort of like even to remember it it's like wow Mm. (laughs) oh it's so powerful like blissful state what was your headspace in that moment I was like just so happy that he was out and with me Mm -hmm. Um, and there was just this beautiful little bundle Mm. he was he was coughing Mm -hmm. so he was just trying to like um I guess get his breath and so he was he was like covered in vernix. Oh, nice! <laughs> well, mm-hmm. So, um, I was just rubbing his back, and just talking to him and telling him 
it's okay, you know, you're safe, it's time to come, and just trying to calm, like help him to calm his breath. So I stayed in the water for a little while and we just wrapped him in a towel. And Yeah, so he he had kept coughing, so he just needed a little bit of oxygen to mm-hmm. help his breath come to fullness. Mm-hmm. And the midwife has all of that, obviously. And maybe that was that niggle early on that I thought, oh, yeah. what if? So we didn't need to go anywhere. They had everything there. And it was really safe and really um, still calm. He was on me when yeah. he got little, just a little mask with the oxygen and that just helped to calm him and um, everybody just remained calm, obviously. And he just had that on him for a little bit and then we just wrapped him and kept him warm and he slowly just calmed that breath. Yeah, how amazing. Yeah. And what was your daughter like when she saw? <laughs> she was really excited. I think Aww. she was just fascinated with you know, She could see all his hair because he was born with like a fair bit of dark hair. Oh, um, I'm so jealous. All my babies were bald. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> what a fascinating thing for her to see at three and a half. Wow. I know. How incredible. And she wasn't. Um, worried about it well she would have been feeding off of the energy in the room and I mean if you guys are calm there's no reason why she wouldn't be calm definitely yeah and um she had gotten in the bath as well when we were oh, how beautiful. him and I was still in there and had a look at him and had a cuddle and, oh how sweet and I'd had a vision I really wanted like clear birth water because I was um I was like I don't want to tear and I want clear birth water and I was really, really excited when it was clear and I didn't have any tearing. <laughs> um, that was just a visualisation that I'd had as well. And well, there you go. So he was like 8.6 pounds, like nearly four kilos. Oh, wow. And I'm like, yeah. Tiny. Pretty tiny. Yeah. And I definitely feel, feel like part of that was that not pushing and just yeah. him like come out a little bit, go back in and just stretch. Yeah, and, um, definitely. Resisting that urge. And, and I had done um, some perennial massage as well in preparation. Yeah, cool. For that. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that was amazing too. Wow. And how long did it take you to birth your placenta? It was getting close to the hour. Okay, yeah. So I had gotten out of the bath mm-hmm. um, and I was just sort of sitting, lying on the floor couch that we had. And I had not wanted any um, – I wanted to, like, have a physiological third stage, so I just wanted yeah. to birth my placenta myself. That was important to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just had the midwife encourage me um, to bring out the placenta just with my, my – you know, just to sort of <laughs> – how do you say it? Like, just to push it out a little bit, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she was hands-off, but just for me to be aware that still – carry through that process and um you know birth's not over when you have bubs so we Mm -hmm. talked about that early so just to um and then yeah I was able just to birth my placenta really easily oh awesome it was amazing um Maloha was sitting at the end with the midwife watching oh wow the placenta (laughs) placenta so yeah I was happy about that as well because I didn't do that with Maloha um, mm-hmm. I didn't birth my placenta naturally and I wasn't aware at the time and um, they had just sort of given me the shot because they're like, oh, this is what you need and just – so then I was aware this 
birth that no I really want to do try and do that and is this you guys done now or will you go back for a third no that's that's it that's it (laughs) well at this stage yeah we're pretty confident too yeah now happy little number and what's life like traveling while you've got a newborn so we had that first sort of it was right around the time that the world sort of stopped (laughs) we had we were really extra in our bubble like for that first month to sort of six weeks um yeah nice and I my husband was just nurturing me so much with food and just rested and yeah that time and so we didn't sort of travel anywhere until I think we came down probably a few months after and we started to slowly make our way down and we've been sort of um, just staying in national parks and things. So Oh, how amazing. Yeah, it's been – we've adapted pretty well. Yeah. But um, the hardest adaption was probably like going from just having one to having two and like, you know, because me and my daughter are such good friends, it's, mm. you know, just I probably got emotional yeah Uh, knowing that I couldn't like be with her all the time oh it's hard isn't it it is yeah but if that's all now it's just all much more balanced yeah beautiful so what advice would you give to an expectant mother out there yeah I definitely really I do recommend um, hypnobirthing definitely. The yeah. techniques in there are incredible. Mm-hmm. And just to really um, go through, do the personal growth and the personal work and um, from like before you get pregnant or, when, you know, um, as much as you can through your pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And just to listen to positive birth stories and watch positive birth videos um, and just to work through like any fears that you have mm. and know that, you know, we as women are so, so capable of birthing and it doesn't have to be a medical process. It's such a natural thing. Yes, love that. And like anchoring that breath, just bring mm. back that breath and practice that. And also like, yeah, do I just had, did that work as well, like, the what if my birth didn't go as I really wanted it to. Yes, right. I worked through that as well so that if that happened, I was okay with that. Yeah, amazing. So it wouldn't come a really big shock at the time. Mm, That's a goodie. And also listening to your intuition because you had that little niggle at the start that you listened to. Definitely, yeah. You have so much if you tune into that. (laughs) Yeah that being within and absolutely your intuition and powerful so powerful definitely Mm. and I do have let that guide me yeah love that Brooke thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your beautiful birth stories you are truly truly inspirational I'm very grateful thank you so much for having me such a pleasure That brings us to the end of the show, guys. Brooke's story really affirms to me how incredibly powerful our minds are if you just put the work in. 
and that your body will never give you what you cannot handle and that includes the size of your baby. Head over to Brooke's Instagram to follow her journey of family life on the road. I'll see you guys next week for another episode of Positive Birth Australia. Mm-hmm.